I read this really interesting piece in the New York Times a couple of days ago. Maybe some of you saw it. I'm going to link to it on my Facebook page because this is worth reading if if you haven't seen it. Uh, my Facebook page is uh, facebook.com slash Fan. And I know whenever I link to an article from the Times, somebody always says, oh, I don't subscribe to the Times. I can't read it. I've explained before that if there's any website that has a paywall, just go to archive.ph and you can copy and paste the link into there and it will, you know, it'll help you bypass the paywall. Anyway, really interesting article. Headline, as kids, they thought they were trans. They no longer do. I couldn't stop reading this. I actually read it twice. Which, you know, when you're trying to go through the news as quickly as I do, is pretty rare. But it reports and illustrates with a number of actual examples that many children are undergoing these sex change medical interventions at a very early age, even though they are not, in fact, trans. Uh, Now, someone I know, and I talked about this person at the time, it's a relative of a friend, kind of a deal, they decided that their, I think, six-year-old was now a boy. But as far as I know, they didn't do any surgery or any sort of medical intervention, thank goodness. But in this article, it explains that this occurs because many young children are confused. And they may have mental or emotional problems that might lure them into thinking they might be trans. And both parents and therapists are being pressured to affirm a young person's assertion of gender identity and even provide medical treatment before or even without exploring the other possible sources of distress. That's a quote from the article. And the results of these often irreversible, life-altering medical interventions which include drugs to inhibit puberty, administration of opposite-sex hormones, and even operations, they can be disastrous for a lot of people who wish that the decision that they now believe is a mistake to alter their sexual identity hadn't been rushed and been made without a lengthier, more extensive evaluation. You know, they did a study, they did a story on this on CBS Sunday morning, maybe about a year ago. My wife and I watched it, and it chronicled young people that were struggling with their gender and battling with things like depression. And it was clear the editorial bent in that story was towards allowing young people to change their sex and not doing one of these bans. After reading this New York Times piece, I am more fervent in the belief than ever that children should not be able to be surgically altered in terms of their gender. So, unfortunately, this problem is likely to be made worse by this new Olympic rule, which bars those who have undergone any part of male puberty from competing as females in swimming events. I've talked about this with John Banzaf, who has won over 100 cases of illegal discrimination against women. 
And one overlooked problem that he's pointed out with this new Olympic rule, especially if it spreads more generally to other sports and to other venues, is that it provides a strong but very dangerous incentive for young boys to begin medical sex transitioning treatments at an age when in many cases their immaturity prevents them and their parents from making a really informed judgment about their true status as a possible trans. So just understand what what the new rule is. So if you've gone through any portion of male puberty, you can never compete as a woman in an Olympic swimming event. And what Banzaf is saying is this may lead to more nine-year-old boys that say they're a girl to having their parents do this procedure because you may have these immature boys believing that any of their emotional problems, any which everybody has, any of their mental problems that they're experiencing while growing up are going to be solved by becoming girls. Especially when the young child and his parents may have become convinced of the need for these pre-puberty life-altering treatments by doctors and other professionals who seem to have a strong bias and in some cases, by the way, a financial incentive in promoting these medical interventions. Or as the New York Times explains, they're pressured to affirm gender-altering care even in uncertain situations. So while many medical professionals and their organizations agree that transitioning children to the opposite sex might, you know, make sense in some situations, and this may even involve changes which are, you know, irreversible, such as when children are administered puberty-blocking drugs, um, you have to also admit whether you're a medical professional or just a regular person, that there are so many improper diagnoses of trans status among very young children, especially those who might suffer from mental or emotional problems. So read this New York Times article and uh, let me know what you think. But I'm of the view that transgender treatment for children should be prohibited. Um, Period. I don't think you should be able to get chemically or surgically altered in terms of your gender if you're under the age of 18. And since there's no recognized test to be sure that a boy saying he is or wants to be a girl is, you know, a transgender child who would benefit from that early medical intervention at a young age, even those who support the so-called gender reaffirming medical treatment for children, they're wary of having it begin prior to puberty or before the child has reached a a certain level of maturity. Now, I'm sure, you know, you could, and I know we have transgender folks that listen to this show, and I'd love to hear from some of them as to their view on this. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.